Hello and welcome to the Musty Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Jesus Nolan, and I'm joined by my friend and yours... Renee. Uh, okay. That's my name. Uh, Alright. My middle name. Uh, okay. Thank you for joining us today, even though it's musty here because we've been working too hard. If this is your first time listening to us, we are the Musty Collective and we motivate ourselves to become better storytellers. 2019 is almost over. I know. It's actually Christmas Eve. Yep. So let's talk about the exciting section of entertainment. Games. Yeah, we're going to throw it up a little bit. Throw it up? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start the show. You know what awards really matter, Michelle? What? The Game Awards. I've, have I ever seen the Game Awards? Yes, we've been watching it back to back. Oh, that's what that was. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, let's look at some of these. So let's go through the rest of these major categories. And we're not going to cover every single category because um, there are other smaller categories that they don't give like uh, time for them to come up and receive a trophy or yeah a trophy an award an award <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm on vacation mode it's but, sort of a i don't know sort of a trophy right um so we're just going to focus on the main areas and i guess we're doing the same thing we talked about this in the oscars they're kind of like mm-hmm. remember i think where you were kind of upset where they <laughs> they moved some part like certain categories that you cared about to yeah. kind of like decide so the game awards does the same thing a little bit of context for this year's Game Awards. Because it was, in my opinion, a weak year in games. As far as, like, the massive AAA games that, you know, you would get. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, there weren't major ones that were, like, really publicly affecting the market. For the Game of the Year award, uh, you had these nominees. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, Control, Resident Evil 2... Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Death Stranding, and The Outer Worlds. Maybe one or two titles should be on here. I think <laughs> Control deserves to be here. Resident Evil 2 is a remake. Um, and it's kind of, even though if remakes can be really good, it feels like, I don't know if it should be a Game of the Year award. Mm-hmm. Like, we went back in time, essentially. Yeah, it was the game of that other year that it came out exactly exactly but it's in there so whatever but i feel definitely feel like control should be there um and death stranding definitely can be nominated i'm not even sure if it should be nominated for certain respects that i'll get into and maybe outer worlds maybe outer worlds maybe outer worlds Mm um i don't know what half of these things are yeah okay so and michelle's a casual viewer (laughs) and which is totally okay um, again, I didn't play, I played a lot of Super Smash Bros. at Ultimate because of work, 
Yeah. This year, like, ironically, because <laughs> like, of work. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, and I didn't play any of these other games. Mm. I was definitely not gonna pick up Death Stranding because of the gameplay. Is essentially a big part of it is you're running around with like a pack and you're carrying packages mm-hmm. long distances, and you have to balance to make sure that you don't fall. And oh. if you fall, your packages scatter all over the place. You need mm-hmm. to go pick them up. That's the game. <laughs> but it's a it's game. Like an Amazon delivery person. It, yes. So the game, if you watch gameplay trailers or just gameplay online, mm-hmm. uh, made by Hideo Kojima. It's the first game that Hideo Kojima, the renowned game director, um, he made games like Metal Gear Solid, uh, Metal Gear Solid series. That's pretty mm-hmm. much his series. I've played Metal Gear. Yeah. So that's him. Um, he was making that um, with, I want to say, Capcom, but I'm probably mm-hmm. not getting it right. Um, anyways, he was making it with another company um, that he wasn't the owner of, mm-hmm. and he had an argument or some fallout with them Uh-oh. a couple years ago, and then left to create Kojima Productions. He doesn't own the Metal Gear license, so they're allowed to create more Metal Gear games, even though he's the man who made Metal Gear, mm-hmm. essentially. And so he... Uh, created Kojima Productions, and this is their first title. Mm-hmm. Now, here's some extra context to this. Jeff Keighley, who I love and respect, um, or just I respect, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Kojima are like really good buddies. Over the past couple of years, uh, Jeff Keighley's had Hideo on to show off small footage of the game and pretty much praises him. Like a couple of years ago or last year, Kojima won like you know, the the game creator of the Decade Award or something like that. Mm-hmm. Since it's Jeff Keighley's show, a lot of people feel like there's a lot of favoritism towards Kojima because they're best buddies, they take pictures online, they're hanging out <laughs> all together. So to see the game nominated, mm-hmm. it's a, depending on who you talk to, it's a great game or it's a bad game, it got mixed reviews. On IGN.com, I'm referencing IGN.com because that's the main place I go to get my reviews from, it got a 6.5. Mm-hmm. Got a six point five. It's nominated for Game of the Year. I, I feel like you got to reach a lot higher level, like in the nine area, mm-hmm. to be considered for a Game of the Year award. Yeah, that's just me personally. But other sites, other places reviewed it much higher. So, and then you listen to games podcasts like the Kind of Funny Game Show. A lot of people were mixed on on their staff for mm-hmm. that game. So, anyways. That's what I will look at. Who actually won was Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Um, did not play it, but it looked cool. So I was happy for them. And I think a lot of people were happy with that decision, even though it was kind of like a one out of the left field. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, if they didn't think Death Stranding should be the game of the year, it should have been Control. Um, I also don't know what that is. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a third-person power-up shooter. Um, mm-hmm. You're like a, a woman, and there's some kind of thing you have to do. To, to defeat and you have like these powers like you like I don't know like use your hand to crush stuff or whatever <laughs> and then you can shoot guns uh, people mm-hmm. who play games are gonna kill me um, but we're doing our best here <laughs> alright so still not good enough no definitely not good enough um, so but, yeah yeah I've, I mean just out of my comfort zone I would have said either Resident Evil 2 or Super Smash Brothers yeah, I mean, based on what I played this year, it would have been Super Smash Brothers for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Ultimate's like the ultimate Super Smash Brothers game. 
Um, it actually came out in 2018, but it came out too late to actually be part of the selection okay. for 2018 Game Awards. Um, I just, I would want Resident Evil 2 because you can play a, a large piece of tofu. I don't know what that reference is. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you literally, there's this thing where you can unlock mm -hmm. a character and it's a piece of tofu. Oh, and, in the and, old game? Yeah, and you're, I don't know if it's in the new version, but... You can run around killing zombies as a piece of tofu with arms and. Did you play that version? Yes. Wow. What what uh, was console was that for? When PlayStation. It was... So that's that's where you played it I on. I think or play yeah PlayStation two. I, I don't, don't remember one of those. The game that was going to win, which was the game that we'll talk about more in depth later, mm -hmm. that I cared about, was going to be the Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Um, and again, the reason why I care more about indie games is just like, that's how I've been able to stay in gaming all these years, besides playing like NBA 2K. Mm -hmm. um, because I just find myself never, I've never really finished super long campaign games. Yeah. Um, like, I would finish stuff like Modern Warfare, and that was like a... I think a six-hour campaign. I think the last time I finished a really long campaign before now finishing, as I finished Red Dead 2, was like the first Mass Effect game. And I had so many problems with that because I had to play it on PC. Oh, I had to. I played it on PC. And I had to restart my save file because it got corrupted. So I had to restart the whole game. Oh, that sucks. It was terrible. But I like, I had to, it was like the, the summer before I went off to like do a like a summer long research program and so i was like i, I want to finish this game so i spent like three days straight just finishing the game mm -hmm. by myself in my room in the dark like literally in the dark i don't know i that's the vivid memory i have <laughs> just trying to finish the game and i love the game but i just don't really do well with long campaigns so when i hear games mm -hmm. come out and it's like oh they look really cool and it's like oh a 40 60 80 hour campaign like death stranding i think had a 60 to 80 hour campaign wow i don't get excited <laughs> i am an adult who has a job who has a wife who's trying to start a business and put on a podcast <laughs> and watch movies and do all this extra stuff yeah i and make a game it's like an extra job and i'm executive producing right mm -hmm. on your movie so I and all my volunteer activities, I don't have time to play yeah. 60 to 80 hour campaign games. I just don't. Mm -hmm. So I stick with indie games, and that's what kind of helps me get through the years. So yeah. I finished and played Untitled Goose Game, loved the game. Mm -hmm. It was one of the nominees, but it was not the winner, which hmm. made me a little upset, as yeah. awards will do. So Disco Elysium. Um, is that Matt Damon in a disco ball? No, but yeah, didn't, wasn't he in a movie called Elysium? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's funny. Uh, disco Elysium was the winner. You had the other nominees was Outer Wilds, so that's not Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds was made by Obsidian. Mm -hmm. Outer Wilds is an indie game made by uh, or produced by Annapurna Interactive. I think distributed or produced, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, Untitled Goose Game by House House. Yeah, yeah. Um, Katana Zero and Baba is You. <laughs> um, yeah. So I Outer Wilds I think would have been another good winner. 
Mm-hmm. It's like this like edgy looking um, space game that's kind of like a very small small version of No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. but it looks cool because it's like a more catered, more story based version of No Man's Sky. Yeah, which is one of the complaints that you would have of No Man's Sky if you played it. So that was kind of cool mm-hmm. um, that it got nominated. But I if if Untold Goose Game didn't win, I definitely would have wanted Outer Wilds to win. I was like really thrown off the loop for Disco Elysium. I haven't heard anything about that game, <laughs> so I now have to do more research and actually maybe play the game to see what what's up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, it was kind of like one of those throw you for the loop games. If you haven't, yeah, if if you're not into that category, then it's all good. Um, but I really was flabbergasted. But what was cool that the person who introed the uh, best independent game of the year um, was Reggie was Reggie Son from the previous president of Nintendo America, which is pretty cool. Games for Impact is another area where mainly indie games, um, like, went out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Gris. That was that game where it had, like, very lush, like, 2D visuals. It was, like, a woman with, like, purple hair. I think I showed you the trailer one time. It's a very pretty game. I don't know why Gris is a game for Games for Impact, but it was. Um, then there's Concrete Genie, which is a game where uh, there's, like, a kid who's doing graffiti but he has like a big brush and the graffiti is more like nice drawings Ooh. and the drawings are monsters they come to life oh no he's being no but in a good way they're positive nice monsters oh. and um he's being bullied by random kids uh-huh bully bullies are just dumb i just don't understand the concept of bullying mm-hmm. like i understand okay i understand the concept but i think it's just stupid but it's like oh we're gonna beat you up because you're you're, you're weaker than us, and you're by yourself. Anyways, that's why it's a game for impact, because it talks it's about bullying. It's an anti-bullying it's game. It's an anti-bullying game, yeah. Um, Life is Strange 2 and Sea of Solitude. Um, so we actually follow the creator or the d- director of uh, Sea of Solitude. I think it, she's German. I think it's like a European-based game. I don't know if the studio's in Germany or in France, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good studios popping up in france obviously ubisoft is big in france but um anyways sea of solitude is i think mainly about depression anxiety kind of like celeste was but it's literally like this beautiful looking game uh of a of you as a player like kind of on a small boat going through like a sea Hmm. um and kind of seeing the effects that people's emotions have had on the city or something like that and these big monsters show up but they're just people Mm -hmm. um who let their feelings out of control or something like that that sounds interesting yeah it actually actually is pretty pretty interesting and then there's a game that you can actually get on itch.io and as we talk more about games on this podcast we're going to definitely reach out to itch.io because again indie games and you can finish them really quickly and it's nice to review and there's a lot of creativity and simple art and beautiful music in these games Mm -hmm. Um, especially as we get wrap up ramp up on the development of our indie game fat roll uh, but this game, I think you'll like, actually, Michelle. Kind words. Aww. Yeah, it's actually really cool. It's just like really 
minimalistic game. Mm -hmm. You're like this cat-like figure in bed. You wake up and you're in your room. You go to your, your desk and then like this goat, I think, <laughs> mailman pops his head in and lays on your desk like fresh letters. Uh-huh. And you read the letters from other people and then you can respond back with letters. Now the letters you would think, oh, they're just in game. They're actually from other people playing the game. Mm. So you write a letter of like, oh, I'm not feeling good about life or whatever. You send it out into the ether, which is the internet. Yeah. Internet takes that letter, distributes it randomly to people mm -hmm. so that you don't know, they don't know you. They read the letter and they reply back with kind words. What if people don't reply with kind words so i need to play the game because i believe this game has a system to protect from abusive okay. people but apparently there's a really nice community growing and part of it it's not that expensive it's on itch.io we can play really simply really mm -hmm. quickly uh on our on our pc and just give an uh, actual review of the game but i thought that was really cool yeah that's a cool idea yeah kind of using like the idea of like multiplayer networking in just a different kind of way. Mm -hmm. That that was pretty interesting. So yeah, what do you what what to you is important about awards? Um, obviously, you've won some awards in film. What what is important to you about about having awards and award shows? Hmm. Or is it just a time to be <laughs> to be petty and be like to I'm pat yourself awesome? On the, sh the back. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little of both, but like I think for certain people it's a way to inspire them to do the best that they can because they think i want to be that person one day i think it helps them to pursue their goals and make the best games that they can um, for other people they just want the recognition i think mm -hmm. and they're sort of doing it for the wrong reasons there's a bigger motivation than just making something cool. It's like they're actually trying to help society in some way mm. with what they're making. So I think it, I feel like we should just have more awards for those things. Instagram culture and stuff of like you think you have to become this person or be this good mm -hmm. in order to have value but the truth is that everybody has value and everything that they do has value it's just <laughs> like, not hey. everything that people but, do no no I mean a, like, like you mean creators yeah like creators like when you're putting something out into the world it has some type of value and you can't base how it's changing people's lives off of whether you get like a statue or not no i don't it's not like, about i don't think it's about that i think it's more about there is an objective way to look at for in, in entertainment film and games and to say which ones are doing it the best mm -hmm. because one thing i think what's great about awards is that it helps the industry to set a standard for what is the best of what the industry is doing Mm -hmm. right and then so now people know that they need to meet or beat that standard the, the coming yeah. the coming year and so that's a really good reason why i think it also as a consumer um especially with games awards um it helps me to know what great games are out there that i missed yeah it's a great way because the app store stuff gets lost marketing once the the game is released there usually isn't a lot of marketing that can, you know, there's so many people trying to catch my eyes during the year. Um, 
it's great to look back at the year and be like, oh, wow, that does look like a cool game. I mm-hmm. want to go play that. Mm-hmm. But, like, say you see, like, stuff, like, happening within the Oscars about people complaining that there aren't, there isn't enough diversity mm-hmm. and that's all white people mm-hmm. up there. So it's like, who's creating those standards mm-hmm. and how, why are we taking their advice over someone else's advice? So it's kind of, I don't know, well, part it, of it, it makes the me awards, think. Award shows don't force you though. Mm-hmm. So I think it just depends. What do you mean force you? Well, they don't force a consumer to have to only look at the movies or games that those awards propagate. So, I, I, you know, I think that depends on your perspective. 